everybody black. <laughs> I am. Betting on black tonight. Welcome to Black Mentality, where we aim to intersect our daily experiences with our mental health needs. Wow, um, this is part two of Black Love, and join me and Xavier as we continue dissecting what we started in part one. So I'm quite excited about this, so keep listening. We've kind of covered um, our definitions and perceptions about black love. And we mm-hmm. both agree that it's very expansive, not just romantic. Yeah. And I suppose we've kind of then veered onto a different topic. But like, um, I think it's relevant anyway to the whole, I suppose, topic at large and discussing your essay. Mm-hmm. Because we'll be looking into why in terms of preferences and then mm. in terms of... Um, what was the other thing that you actually mentioned? Um, preferences and I suppose why we date outside of our race. And oh, yeah. that, that's where that question that I asked you around, I suppose, can you be your true authentic self in a um, interracial relationship? Mm. Yeah, it it's somewhat fits in there as well. Yeah. But before we get to that, mm-hmm. preferences. Preferences, yes. What about it? What are your preferences? Tell everyone. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Okay, let's... <laughs> Let's not be that, um, I suppose, that intimate. But like, unless if you would like to, <laughs> if you'd like to share your own preferences, that's great. But like, I guess when I'm asking a perf- about preferences, it's more so around. Um, okay. In terms of preferences, do you think that there are? No, 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 no that's too direct, and that's kind of leading in a way. Mm. So let me ask you another question, which is, why do we have preferences? Let's oh, that's that a good broad. question. Yeah, this, this makes it very broad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, preferences are to do a lot with how you... There's so many factors. Yeah. How you grew up, mm-hmm. what your, your, I guess, your caregivers, your parents, yeah. uh, what emphasis they put on certain characteristics. Yeah, yeah. So, for example, with... Um, I do like to talk about Zambia or Zimbabwe, especially mm-hmm. some of us who get to leave the country and come abroad. Yeah, yeah. You know, so we grew up in place in place where we had lots of white expats. Yeah. A lot of the schools, especially white in Zimbabwe, expats. You yeah, mean, white uh, ex- migrants. Sorry, white, yeah, migrants. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, or former colonizers. Anyway, we won't, we won't hurt them today. But yeah, you know, these migrants, these these or white expats or migrants, yeah. however you want to put it. Mm. So we grew up with many of a lot of our schools had those people. There. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I went to school. I remember grade one. You know, I swear yeah. that I, I was one of the few black kids at this school. Oh, wow. So it was kind of in your own country, now. Yeah, in your own country. But it's just because the schools yeah. my parents yeah. sent me to. The idea That's was true. send them to all the good schools, and then yeah. this yeah. joke. You know, I, I don't know if other countries do it, but yeah. the joke was always like, "Oh, you got to send the kid where the white kids are going, because where the good schools are." Oh my gosh, because it's the same thing. Yeah, exactly. It's you know, same thing. where the white people are, at, that means having the better education, the better offices, the oh. better land, and it's 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 so insidious because when you're young, yeah. you just, it's just being drained yeah. into you. Yeah. It's you know, yeah, yeah. You're, yes, yes, you're being just, indoctrinated into that sort of pattern yeah. of belief. Yeah, exactly. And it's coming from your parents, coming from other black yeah. people. It's not like yeah. the the white person comes to you and says like, yeah. "Oh, we're better than you." Yeah. It's like yeah. it's not that overt. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that makes it even worse because then it's your own people it's telling you subliminal messaging. Exactly. Or very overt in this case. <laughs> yeah. So and so I know we always discuss it and it's interesting. So we had that relationship where the British were maybe in Zambia and Zimbabwe too long, and the influence yeah. definitely went above and beyond than yeah. some other African countries. Oh, big time. Yeah. 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 And it's something where, if that if you if that's just starting off when you're a kid, you had many positive. We had many positive relationships with a lot of white kids yeah. and Indian kids, you know, Jewish kids, you know, mm. Middle Eastern kids. So it was quite a, a mixed school, okay. yeah. um, to a point where I remember um, 
when I got older and I started going more black places, black okay. school, high school was more black, Yay. essentially. And then you come here to Australia, it's like I've come full circles, like yeah. white people, like, oh, I grew up with white people. Yeah. Um, so you know how to operate around. Yeah, it's true. You yeah. learn you learn the things. If you, when I was playing with little Matthew and Katie in grade one and two, the way they played, you know, definitely prepped you up for what yeah. would ultimately become, well, adjusting to Australia. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I mentioned that it's, it's, I'm, 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 butchering this because a lot more into this preferences but i guess what it comes down to is if you've been exposed to new things like for us as kids you know you're allowed to travel abroad if you go to america or uk london you see different mixes yeah when you come to a place where you're grown up and now it's time for you to choose your mates or girlfriends Mm. you might be more open to different ideas yeah and you don't even know why and if i in back my mind i'm thinking the worst part is that sort of internalized like racism type thing but where you are told that oh white relationships look like this and it's easier to see more positive white relationships on TV mm, than mm, black yeah, ones. Yeah, like yeah. It, it's so oh, easy. The the number of yeah. white rom coms where it ends pretty well. Yeah. Even even I said something like Pretty Woman, you know, Richard Gere yeah. and Julia Roberts. You know, she's a sex worker who yeah. falls for this business guy. Yeah. Try doing the black version of that. I can already see, especially if it's a dark skinned black. Oh yeah, black how black black skinned stereotypical both. and how misogynistic mm. and the whole plotline will be. Yeah, no, I can already see it. You but see. I am actually hopeful though because we've got people like Issa Rae and um, Ava DuVernay, so like oh, yes. I, I do believe like mm. there there are chances for those stories to be told a bit better. Yes, because uh, yeah, you know, actually, have you watched the photograph? No, the, not yet. It's actually a really good. Thing. Okay, people yeah, have told yeah, me. Okay, yeah. like the, the because third it's person. actually like it's, it's it's celebrating black love again. Okay, like in a good yeah. way because I think I saw in the trailer and I think I was just like. I wasn't sure, yeah. but I, I should it's watch it. It's just purely talking about love and like, the, the, I don't want to like spoil it for you, but essentially like, um, I think it's just, it's again promoting that normalcy that like sometimes people fall in love and then sometimes they'll have discourse, which is a normal relationship sort of like, you know, trajectory, yeah. but then sometimes it can get back together. Like they can get back together like, and they'll be fine. So okay. it's, it's, I, I feel like it's not rooted in again, I, I get it. The struggle is something that we actually do experience in reality, mm-hmm. but it's not our only narrative. So she really shifts away from like, you know, like oh, good. drug use and that kind of stuff. So I'm really over that. Like, all oh yeah, we'll see. We're enough slavery of those. and anything. Oh yeah, those gangs. slavery movies. I can't, so I can't watch another them. one. If we have yeah. another 12 years of slave, yeah. I'm done, yeah. man. I, I, I am so over we're, them. We're, so the photograph is very, is really a breath of fresh air because I'm like, one of my other favorite movies. I'm such a romantic head. <laughs> oh yeah, it's coming across. So yeah, please go to continue. Okay. So one of my other. Like, it's not really a favorite movie, but I like it. But it's called. Um, oh wow, blank. <laughs> 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 I, I was listening to the score today. Um. Oh, if Bill Street could talk. Oh my goodness, that's a yeah. good movie. You yeah, watched that? and okay, I that love was the a great score movie. for that. Oh, you have I'm, it. I'm really that's into good... like um compositions and stuff. So oh, you and me, we have to talk. Yeah, it's a good uh, score. Everyone, if you if Bill yes, Street could talk, oh, so I've got my 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 Spotify. Yes, same. It's literally like one of the things like I play like at work because I'm just like it's very calming as well, and it's like when you're actually trying to do your work, you can actually focus, and like it's just the type of instruments that we use. Look, I'm being so excited about that. Yeah, I know. Aside from that, um, I was actually going to say. The main thing with um, if Bill Street could talk is that it reinforces the same message that we already know. Yes. So like that's the only part that like I didn't like about it, but yeah. like I love that they were still focusing. It was actually quite a tragic ending too. I know. But I, I like how they focus on just 
young love and budding love and obviously there was a huge disruption to their love but like they maintained it and like they kept they stayed strong and they yes. stayed together so that's the part where I was like okay rooting for black love again yeah. although they make it and this thing they make it so even movies like as amazing as it is but mm. they make it that black love it can be amazing also so freaking hard yeah you know <laughs> that, that's the part where I was like oh, like, oh I don't, I don't, I'm tired man give mm. me mm. I'm so, so it's film and movie so like you can give us a chance where we can stop worrying about Some 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 racist yeah. thing, you know. Sometimes, oh it's, it's, my gosh, yeah. I don't give me. I'm all for realism, mm. but sometimes you can also just give me a happy black love story. Yeah, I can take it. That's can, blase. Yeah, 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 thank you. Yeah, yeah. You That's know? like just a fantasy. I feel like we don't have enough black fantasy related um, mm. like stories, and that's something like I, I love fantasy so. That's something I've been trying to look for, actually. Like a lot of black fantasy related genres. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, you did talk mm. about this yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah. I realize I didn't answer your question fully with the, yes. the, the preference, <laughs> preference thing. Yeah. But I was going to say, but then <laughs> it ultimately means mm. then, mm. it also depends where you are. Because if we had stayed all back in Africa, mm. you wouldn't be having this discussion. Yeah. I know mm. what, I know I'd be mm. dead. No, oh, sorry. you could. You could, sorry, you could. Given that we know colorism is right. Oh yeah, 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 colorism is right. But then, you know, it's one of those things where back at home, then you'd be, I guess, you're more likely, because the majority of people are black. Mm. So you're more likely just to stumble into actually a black, black yeah. relationship. Mm. You know, even though they are, there's a lot of colorism there, and they say like, oh, you know, this person's like the the ambassador's daughter is here, you know, she's white or whatever. Yeah. You know, those things they, they they get said so much. I even look back and think, man, we really were upping white people yeah. in a mm-hmm. way that was beyond putting on a pedestal for no good reason. Oh, big time! Yeah. And I think that if you grow up in that, mm-hmm. when you get a chance now, pick a, a partner. Now you come to a country where you're the minority. Yeah, I think a lot of people want they'll pick something that they're familiar to, and if yeah. that for you was white relationships that you do were younger you might pick that or some people they might pick mm. oh I want to get my life in a better place because mm. you know it's a, it's a way of stepping up up yeah. with more social mobility yeah. and people like I tell people sometimes being black 24-7 there are moments when you just it's, it's, it sucks yeah know? no there are like that's a reality unfortunately yeah. yeah and I think just like I suppose being a trailer park white person mm-hmm. you, you still have that So it's you're afforded that ability to escape into another world through um, media. Oh yeah. So that's something that's not afforded to us generally. Like mm. we can escape through the lens of a white person or like another ethnic because mm. they've got movies, but not necessarily from like for black people. Oh, and actually, I feel like I'm actually. Um, Sort of dismissing Nollywood because Nollywood. Ah uh, yeah, Nollywood. Nollywood deserves another chapter. Yeah, so Nollywood. actually, Nollywood <laughs> has been giving us some some entertainment, some definitely entertainment. Route. <laughs> actually, no, shout out to Nollywood. Yeah. I don't know why. Sorry, our, our Niger brothers know, and sisters. We snobbed. Um, we snobbed Nollywood. Ah, uh, but typical like, Zimbabwe, Zambian, uh, Southern African snobbery. I, I, I don't even like. Have you? Actually, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to catch heat. Okay, yeah, yes. <laughs> Sorry. But, <laughs> but that's a good point, though. Um, yeah, so I think it's just about, like, us having at least some sort of, like, acknowledgement that, like, maybe in terms of what you were saying about mm. preference, that we've been bigging up, like, certain biases that we've had mm. that were influenced by um, our upbringing like you said the caregivers yeah. definitely the world around us media for sure mm. um and even if it's not media but it's like we internalize like a lot of oh, things yeah. like yeah so anti-blackness for example so like the fact that some people don't want to date the same shade that they are yeah that's already some sort of like i don't know like it would be a red flag 
at least mm. for you to actually start analyzing okay where is this thought coming from and i think yeah. i don't want to generalize but i think some people do lack that ability to actually sort of critically analyze what's going on for them like yeah. just to sort of like dissect their reason for their preferences mm-hmm. again preference is really just saying you prefer something I'm using the same word to describe yeah. it, but that you like something or favor something more than another right yeah but technically it's not the denial of beauty in another thing so mm. that's what we usually get there like yeah. that's where we have a huge discourse because we have people then saying i prefer to date white because black women like you know um, oh yeah you know yeah, difficult yeah. yeah so bossy yeah, they, yeah. the way they, they they they're just getting so aggressive in sydney yeah, yeah yeah you know yeah like even for me like my own preference for dating black is mm-hmm. very biased um is in that like i will admit with no fault and uh, you cannot penalize me for this but i just want to ha- <laughs> he's raising his arms why <laughs> I'm in support. <laughs> Solidarity is what I was oh, doing. He's yeah, raising okay. his arms. Uh, as okay. if that's... I wish there were cameras here to show that you're just being cheeky. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I, what did you call me? Like, I have... My banter is actually borderline... Um, what were you saying? Like, it was borderline... Um, I can't remember you said something before, but like my banter. Oh, it's, it's, it's sarcastic. Yes, yes, yeah, sure. yeah. Just... But I think, like, it's just... With tea. I'm teasing you, you're teasing me, we're People, if that's teasing, that's just sarcasm. <laughs> and this one will throw sarcasm at you so hard, you won't even know what's happening. You're like, sorry, what is that? What'd you say? Then she's like, oh, I'm sorry, your small brain can't do that. That's, that's who Tracy is. Sorry, people. That's you. me. It's, it's, yeah. A whole me. me. Oh, my goodness. Ever since you told me that phrase, a whole me. Anyway, focus. <laughs> a whole me. A whole me. <laughs> Wow, well, he actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. You gonna be okay there? Anyway, yeah, I think yeah, I need a minute. <laughs> gonna get you. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna take over the show now. Okay. Yeah, basically, go ahead. Actually, I have the voice for it, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the late night, like DJ Gesh Grew, eighty-nine point five FM. Gesh Grew. Radio Phoenix. He was a famous DJ back oh, in Zambia. I, th- I thought you just made that name up. No, I no. I mean, I don't know how he made that move. Yeah. And name up himself, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it was very famous. Uh, Zambian DJ who had come from the UK and brought us like mm. UK garage. So first guy introduced Craig David okay. to Zambia and Mass. Wow. Yeah, Art for Dodger. If you remember that phase, this was when you were young people. Okay. Yeah. So I just sorry that's the only voice. Whenever you say radio DJ, that's yeah. the first thing that comes to my mind. But even back at home, yeah. the DJs have got these very deep, sultry voices. Mm, just like that's not true, Hello, yeah. my name is Peter mm. Machungwa. Welcome to the welcome to the vibe. Yeah. No, Here's a right. shout out from Chilufia to Mumba. Mm. Baby, I love you. Oh, and this is you know it's like the history. I, I would listen to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listen to radio at home all the time. You come yeah. here and I like I, I don't listen there, to radio. There's nothing here. There's nothing. There's no sultry DJs. But sorry, yeah. going back. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, <laughs> meanderers. Yes, meanderers. Uh, no, actually, let's change the word. Storytellers. So storytellers. Let's go with that. Yeah, yeah storytellers. storytellers. Yeah. But um, I was trying to say, so yeah, I'm very biased. My preference is black men. Mm-hmm. And that's because, again, like for me, I've, I've over the years realized that like I think I would prefer to have a black man because like I can then be, I feel like I can be truly myself in that like I can just express, who, I suppose, my grievances. I can express my, I suppose, my joy. I can express yeah. gratitude. And they would just get it. Like, yeah. I feel like the type of people I, I would meet or I would be with would just get it. 
and like the people I've had in the past who were black did get it. Obviously, we had our issues, and that's why it's it's no longer a thing yeah. anymore. Huh? But then I think that comes again. That's another added layer to just like. Firstly, I suppose um, relationships, yeah. and then toxic masculinity—that's another thing. Hmm. But generally, there's like values that you sort of meet in the middle to then sort of know whether you can be together or not. Yeah. But anyway, my preferences are very much rooted in. I'm very pro-black. Everything about me is like that black, is true. Blackity actually, black, blackly black, black, yeah. black, black, black. So yeah, so it's like I, I, I would obviously within black people there's anti-blackness. So like yeah, even. Then I usually sort of go through my own screening processes and like know that yes, I do want black, but then I also want a type of black. Oh yeah, that makes yeah. Sense. So yeah. like it, there is like I'm I'm very much informed by I suppose my own learnings, experiences, and um, yeah, I think just well all around life. Yeah, no, it's hard <laughs> to say. Like, to it's, it's, it, yeah, yeah, it's, it's encompasses a big, yeah, bigger discussion, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so preferences are like deeper than just like you know, like I, I just like it, you know. Like there's actually more to it. So I think I just wanted to dissect that a little bit. But okay. To the point that you brought up about then dating outside your race. Mm. Am I opposed to dating outside my race? No. But my preference will always be black. But the thing is, mm. generally when we talk about them dating outside our race, there is a bit of an issue though when it comes to, I suppose, that relationship between black women and black men. And I think you did a great job in trying to actually uh, sort of pull apart a lot of the factors that contribute to that discourse between black men and black women mm. within your article by actually focusing on why it is that black men date outside yeah. So, I know it's very much focusing on the black man, yeah, but yeah. either way, I would love to ask you some questions around Please your go. article. Please I mean, go. I'm a black man. Yeah. I have been dying. I know you've been dying for this for yeah, a while. There's I... actually quite a lot of questions, so I'm like, I'm just gonna try to ask the top. The top, like, and I'll, okay, I'll top. try and be concise as possible. Because yeah. I'm like, I feel bad because I'm like, I think we've already been talking for a while, and we both have worked. <laughs> storytellers I'm telling you but anyway so I kind of went through um, top to bottom okay um, to sort of like then ask you the questions in a very sequential way because mm. I was like I could I could go up and down but like I was like let me just follow the logic that you guys said in okay, your article. No, thank you that makes it easier for both of us I think yeah so when you first um, started talking in your article you're talking about the types of black men mm. and um, so my first question around that was can we actually really categorize black men no no in the we, way that you did no I think I just made it easy for the sake of the essay yeah. to to talk about these three types of stereotypes that are well known. Yeah. yeah. So whenever we have these discussions, a lot of people go into stereotypes mm. and stick, you know, just like very specific things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think they're definitely way more than that. Mm. But having said that, I do think as black men, we typecast ourselves, and even media and other people typecast yeah. us as either being villain, thuggish characters, mm. or amazing uh, Black Panther achievers. <laughs> Uh, and there's, there's almost no nuance for what yeah, a black yeah. male experience would be. Yeah, I, yeah. I wanted to go from being, you can be traditional, church-going, yeah. African culturalist guy mm. and zap is positive. Yeah. You can go swing by and be 
I love reading Lord of the Rings books and mm. yeah. Coldplay, yeah. and that should be accepted. It should be like that yeah. variation. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. for let's say if we look at uh, anyone who's white, and we besides give them... fluidity is allowed. Like oh, you, yeah. you could be thuggish, but also like to read um, Star Wars. Yeah, completely fine. <laughs> See, and then it's like ah, ah which one's the, the, the Star Wars comes off as the feminine that one. But yeah, even that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, because Star Wars is feminine. No, I was saying in your example, oh, it's like okay. when you say thuggish, so you can then be Star Wars. Really. Okay. I guess one is considered the aggressive, harder one, the one yeah, is kind of the softer what, one. Yeah. That's, that's what I meant. Yeah. But I guess even just being able to be like, embrace that, you know, like yeah. your masculine side, feminine side, yeah. Yeah. without it being all this quasi stuff that really yeah. gets black guys offside. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you definitely can't. So sorry what I said, you definitely can't. Yeah. But in the context of that, I say I thought it was good to picture what a lot of people do think. And there mm. are people who fit in those. Yeah. boxes to give them but mm. um, we there's a lot more to us and I wish we were able to have better marketing as black men I swear mm. we need like better PR for black men to show us all the different types of black men we can be because um, guess who is usually in charge of the media like um, a lot of the times when it comes to gatekeeping black spaces uh, oh, white people yeah white people and then hey <laughs> look at me I don't know exactly you. because you know who is next in line Who's and next? you do this to yourselves but anyway <laughs> rest my case thank you yeah but yeah that, that's, that's what I'll say on that one but it's it's I don't know it's interesting like we, yeah. we just don't have much representation we don't have much could you just um sort of re- refresh um like well I hope you all have actually read the article by the way it's available on um, Xavier's um, Instagram page it's under your in, in your bio isn't yeah it? in my bio it's the first thing bio, there's just yeah. Xavier it's just like what's it? it's called just black men black, white women yeah essay but it, it's a, I need a better name than that but it's, <laughs> no no it's alright though like black men white women I think hits the point <laughs> yeah exactly I was yeah, just because it's, the, yeah. yeah but um the reason why, yeah could you just refresh um the actual like stereotypes that you were talking about oh yeah so i think the categories i think the first one i put is like uh the coconut black guy so i hate using that term but it's sort of everyone knows what you mean when you say that they usually say oreo that's the one that i've been talking ah, I've, been, I've been called an oreo that's how i know <laughs> you, you you've been called oreo. i, guess I know we're, can we're you believe it i 100 percent, i can believe huh? it ah, <laughs> moving on <laughs> Well, this is gonna <laughs> yeah, that's a 100% like the, the coconut black guy yeah. and that just means someone who's with, with as the community seen yeah. as someone who's like these white western values yeah. Yeah. you know the guy who I think I wrote reads sci-fi watches mm-hmm. these like you know also white shows dresses quite white mm-hmm. you don't see him putting on any like uh, chitenge material or dashiki you know he's just yeah. embraces lots of western culture and essentially yeah. white for purposes mm-hmm. next one I think I wrote was the in-betweeners black guy mm-hmm. um, and that's sort of a gentleman who can date black or white, mm. but it's very much situation based. I don't think I explained it when I read it again, I didn't explain it properly there. But Mm-mm. what it meant is just someone who, if he's in black spaces, we would date black. If he's in white spaces, maybe I date white. Mm. But it's never this fluid. I think they always say that, oh, you know, I can date white or black, mm. you never know. But usually I find it's very rare that happens, like one moment is back. Mm. Usually you have a whole run of maybe black women mm. he's dating. Mm. Then if he switches, he's dating a whole bunch of white women. Yeah. Um, and sort of goes that way mm, yeah. um, and I think I wrote in those sort of relationships usually you find that the guys tend to be a bit sort of like the more dominant in those relationships mm. um, the last one what was the last one actually I wrote yes, I have to see it now <laughs> your own article you I, know, I know I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it because it was always, uh, oh the villain yeah the, the villain. villain black guy and this was just the guy who was just like um Oh yeah, black women. I don't 
you know, it's like they're difficult and truly the villain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I call them the villain <laughs> characters. Yeah. But at the same time, there are people who they say it honestly and that's what that's truth. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you can dodge those guys. Because mm-hmm. it's very easy to know who they're you know, oh, so that's you easy for tell. you to step, yeah. sidestep. You don't yeah. have to get involved in yeah. that drama. Yeah. So. But then I th- I feel like um some black men are getting smarter though in how they mask suppose their true perceptions about black women in the, for example they could be like when you first meet them you perceive that your values align that mm-hmm. they're in the same direction and then next minute <laughs> you've been in like contact for a while and then just all these little i suppose coloristic views or mm-hmm. that very anti-black um, sort of messaging starts coming out from them and you're like oh this is who you are. Uh, you can't keep your true colors there. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, we, we, we definitely are taught to hide things quite quickly, yeah. quite a lot, you know. So it, yeah. we're able to suppress it. So I Involved. think as each year goes by, every guy's like, mm, guys, we have to be pro-black women, man. So it's like a memo goes out and said, hey, <laughs> being pro-black women is cool, even though you don't date them. Okay. Yeah. So that's yeah. the memo. Then you have to try and mask it. But that's uh, a story for another day. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> so childish. Yeah. So okay. So you've kind of covered my next question, which is about where did this um I suppose these categories arise from, mm. but it makes sense. Yeah. So my next one will be then you went to talk about some of the reasons um why I suppose black men then date white women. Yeah. And um, I guess I had a question around um the reason that you gave which was about for they date for class or social upward mobility mm, yeah and then you said that i suppose it's 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 a conscious decision so mm. i was just wondering is there any i suppose unconscious processes that have been actually influencing that decision yeah 100 yeah. percent. and sometimes i think it can actually be a subconscious decision when yeah. they they do it because not everyone equates dating white and think like listen my step up yeah. up my cv yeah. although if you think that way it actually it is it is in a way especially mm. if you're living reality, in living a white society. yeah, yeah it is mm. the reality um so the things that come into that is maybe things from our childhood where we just everything white is amazing mm. from the ngos that help us all these white saviors yeah the, yeah white savior <laughs> but you know when you're back in africa i found it was even worse the, the yeah. messaging yeah, yeah that's where it started they always yeah. say like ah you know, why can we be like white people? You know, white people, yeah. they have got this it's and that. It's of colonization. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah, white imperialism. That Actually, no, the supremacist thinking that hasn't actually been sort of like addressed, really. Yep, no, and it's quite yeah. imprinted, you know. Yeah, and, really and people even that. think, and it's, it's funny because people even say the same thing when they see me here. They're like, oh, you know, Australia, it must be good not having the lights go out every day. You know, ah, those Western, those white people, they really got it. Mm. They built infrastructure. Yeah. We yeah. we big up it and uh, yeah. it, it's it's... I get what they're trying to say, but it's, it's the, the thinking that goes in that is quite toxic. Yeah. And those are the subconscious consciousness, um, biases. Yeah. There's all that colonialism or neo-colonialism. Yeah. Oh, Cause yeah. Just because uh, we're, we're now like independent from these countries, the influence is far-reaching. So true. You know, yeah. and it's quite expansive and still leaves in that mind. That's where colorism yeah. comes around. Yeah. Internalized racism. Yeah. And all those things. Even just... like what goes on behind closed doors. It might sound like a conspiracy, but like... Mm. With the negotiations with our African presidents like where oh. do you think they're complicit in like you know allowing things yes partly they are to blame with the corruption but like part of it is the western influence and like literally being paid yep. to maintain your country in poverty yep. like through 
one way or another. But and I think a lot of us men we we raised to be very transactional in our relationships and yeah. our dealings. Yeah. Like I always say, if you're gonna talk to a black man and engage him, you have to almost approach like a business deal. Yeah. What are you able to offer? Yeah. And what can you get out of it? Then he would think whether he's got yeah. something to offer you. That's that's a very um great point that you've raised because that's actually quite there's a psychological explanation to that if you think about like the impact mm. of um you know being disenfranchised for a while yeah. and not having access to power or even being able to do things independently yes. so now that you actually do have that power imagine as a person who's been <laughs> who's been disenfranchised abused. yeah yeah you're going to abuse it and like you want to retain it like and the thing is you're not going to think about the collective like as we've oh, no. talked about like Very women yes we'll think about that but mm-hmm. like generally the men will be like no like I have been impoverished for so long mm. I have been on the other side where I was struggling and I was yeah. suffering but now I've been put in this position and ooh the, I don't know, like a, for lack of a better word, the white people are actually allowing me to say this. So yeah, yeah. You think that you would want to give that up? Okay. No, no. People, and I think once you have a taste, it's also intoxicating because yeah. the messaging. Once you start doing that, let's say if you do enter uh, a stereotypical, let's say, white relationship, which yeah. is like positive, I'm putting yeah. quotation marks, mm-hmm. is you notice that ah, oh, no one's asking you about your cultural expectation. Yeah. No one's saying like, oh, who's your father? How yeah. come you're not this? How come you're not married? They're like, oh, yeah. how, how are you going, Xavier? Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's what you have for me. Just asking me hello. <laughs> Do you want to ask me about my culture or where my I'm supposed to be? Am I going yeah. to be better than my father? Yeah. Am I going to be all these yeah. things come into play that we or don't? Why I'm not taking accountability for my behavior? Hey, that's it. That's true. That's true because they can't, you can't question if you don't know the exactly, person. They, yeah. they, you know they know our background yeah. and cultural yeah. group. So yeah, I think I wrote in the essay as well. Like yeah, they, you did. They don't know our that's where came yes, <laughs> our culture, so they won't criticize us as much because they yeah. don't know. Over time, they do, though. Mm. They get to know you quite well. Depending on their level of interest from what you mentioned, depending on the depth of um, how they perceive your relationship to be, if they want to actually get to know you as mm. your truly authentic self, this was your own article, yes. or whether they want to, um, I suppose, have fun with you, but or still be in a deeper meaningful relationship but sort of maintain the superficial level of actually understanding you and your culture mm. yeah and part of our food is also we're very composite in that oh, I, I, you know we, we, whether I you know mean. how to make the relationship equal mm-hmm. and that's it's a hard one but so something i was going to say before was when they gain these relationships they notice these things change and they mm. think they start associating oh actually dating white's actually good actually mm. she's showing me different places we're traveling and i guess you're seeing different parts of the world you're getting this different insight some i have to rebut that though mm. because black women are doing that oh yeah they're doing that so, don't get me wrong but why is it that like again the openness is then afforded to white women instead of black women i think because we put them on a pedestal sometimes you know like Not, pedestal oh, they yeah put, we they, put them black men we oh, put them yeah, on yeah. or just white people in general so if it's yeah. white women have in yes. front of us okay, we're gonna yeah. put you on a pedestal so yeah. like every, every like so a lot more of, willingness because you're like okay white is right or in that sense essentially yeah yeah, yeah exactly it's more willingness <laughs> to give them more of a break but yeah. to, and I, and I won't speak for every black guy because every black guy came for me for this statement. But come I was gonna him, say, he come for him. I'm joking. I'm your ally. <laughs> <laughs> I am his ally. So if you come for him, I will be there, ready to fight you. See, okay, that I'll might protect you. I'll protect you. <laughs> for two minutes. Um, <laughs> no, but I was gonna, I was gonna say like I think it it's a lot of us black guys know implicitly like okay we're here in white man country in a sense. Yeah. I mean. I mean Obviously, yeah, I'm not going yeah. to skip the whole indigenous yeah. nations thing, but yeah. I, every black guy knows that mm, you can't just accept a white, upset a white woman. It's dangerous. Like you know, it's like if you oh, catch yeah. catch a white woman offside, mm. things can go very south for you very fast. 
So people give afford them that sort of respect and that patience and say, mm, let me see what she's going to say. Even some guys get very abusive relationships and they'll give them a chance to speak. But when it's our own people, we're like, ah, the power dynamics now shifted in yeah. our favor. So do you think that, again, like back to the sort of the question I had about unconscious processes, do you mm. think that is very conscious or unconscious? Like in that I think, I think the power dynamics at least. I think it's unconscious because usually, it depends where you're from. So it's yeah. tricky. I don't speak for people who are coming from you know, Africa, mm. you know, and that's for Africa, I shouldn't say Zambia. I don't even speak for the whole continent, okay? It's not a country. Um, but, you know, the messaging we had was definitely the males run the show in, yeah. the, in a black, black, because back then yeah. we saw black love, mm. black relationships, really. Yeah. And the men, predominantly when I grew up in the 90s, mm. men were the breadwinner. It was old school like that. Yeah, yeah. If you are a man who the woman was making more than you, you are nothing. Yeah. It was, it was almost yeah, that, that's very true. you know. Yeah, yeah, that so, was the message, yeah. so for us going forward, I have to have the power in the relationship. Yeah. If not consciously, it comes subconscious process. Yeah. So much so that when you find a, a black man who's imbalanced or feels beneath the whether white partner or black partner, they act they start getting very funny about it because we're not used to we've seen this picture of being having the power in our courts and so then they feel um like uh, I suppose um impa- like not empowered but like they feel like there's lacking power if they're with a black woman who's doing better than them or even a white woman even a white woman yeah, yeah. but I think for them because the white people are doing better than us generally yeah I think in our mind you can do the disconnect. Oh, okay. It's easier so, to disconnect because like white people oh, do better than us generally. So then the patriarchy is now playing again, like because we we talk about racism is for what it is to black men. Yeah. What patriarchy is to black women on top of racism. Oh yeah. yeah. See. So, so. Okay. So so it's about like so there's that understanding that like okay, if I like I know I'm black I have disadvantages but like my patriarchy still sort of like protects me in the, in yeah. a way. And and black yeah. men I think we feel were quite did uh, mm. um spoken about so negatively in the public sphere that any any positive we can get yeah. we'll jump to it so if it means getting a relationship that's going to lift us up or yeah. be in a situation where we're going to yeah. be brought out of our whether it's your poverty yeah. or your financial woes okay. it's easier to grab onto that because no one likes to be down yeah. um, so if you give us and especially a lot of us are taught going up is the way like if you meet lots of us directed young men or even young black men were going places yeah. you know need to be stepping okay because uh, I, I get that but then white women are still women as well but like so the, the part that black men are focusing on more is their whiteness rather than their um, status as a woman so then it goes into that thing. oh yeah yes yes sorry so, yeah, 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 so it goes into that thing i was telling you about misogynoir which mm. is that special category of um, yeah, misogyny please, please, uh, for black define women. For the people, yeah. No, but like it's just essentially like misogyny, but especially a special type of misogyny, mm-hmm. really reserved for black women. That's yeah. usually vilifying them in, in several ways that like they would never do to white women. So yes. if you think about just like even in this context that you're talking about in terms of dating. The patriarchy will always be present, but however, black men will either unconsciously or consciously actually reserve that a little bit and try to sort of reduce their power imbalance with white women. So like they will try to actually reduce their power so that they can still be with a white woman, but with a black woman they will make sure that they actually amplify their yeah. power. I should say it's not all black guys, but it's a dynamic that, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, it, it, it's, it's not it's, all black it's, guys. Yes. Because I have brothers that are lovely. <laughs> actually, yeah, your brother, brother is actually very lovely, yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, I know that they, they will not be. <laughs> no, 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 people will come at us. Yeah, and get, you know, yeah so we're not generalizing, but if the shoe fits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you raise a good, good point, though, you know, and, yeah. it, and I think it's, 
and those processes aren't always done consciously yeah, i have to say yeah. the things that even i think i had similar lots of those thought processes growing up because yeah. you know i did white for quite a long time and it's like i, I definitely gave people more grace yeah. for things yeah. that was like very yeah. inappropriate i shouldn't looking back out of I yeah. should have done things differently, but you know, yeah. I don't. I don't like doing the time travel, change the past <laughs> thing because I am who I am yeah, because of my it's true. past. Yeah, yeah, like you can't regret. Like I, I believe in very much the same that you can't regret your past. You've lived it. Um, mm. Now it's about trying to obviously learn from it and then move forward. Mm. Yeah, so I'm gonna do something a bit unconventional. Usually, I have mental health tips later on, so maybe I'll summarize them a little bit. But like. I think it's great to actually address it right now. Like, yeah. how can you become more conscious of your, I suppose, like what we're talking about right now, but that patriarchy that you will be imposing on black women mm. instead of um, like white women. Obviously, patriarchy is wrong in general. Yeah. But actually, being conscious, <laughs> I know, being <laughs> conscious about like, uh, yeah, just in general, like that, I actually am actually oppressing these mm. people like you know like women black women specifically yeah like how can people become conscious of that i think as a black man as a black man represent all of them <laughs> yeah you know that's like eight yeah exactly you represent yeah. all of them yeah. i think we're already starting the process by talking about it a lot yeah. more yeah. um i just find that not every space is a safe space for different kinds of black men mm. or black women mm. um but i think the fact that we talk about it so a lot of I remember that I was at a party and a friend of mine was is uh, is black married to a black woman, and he was asking me about you know Xavier, what do you think about this thing called feminism? But I think what he was trying to get to in the end was like talking about equality and different roles. Okay. The wife was sort of asking yeah. about changing up the dynamic of it. Okay. And I guess he was he was interested, but for him he was so used to the status quo and how oh, it's always course. been. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. so she's bringing out this radical idea. Yeah. Which to him, yeah, yeah to him, to him, yeah, radical to him, I should say, yeah, radical to a lot of a lot of yeah. us guys. Uh-huh. I, I say, don't get me wrong, there are many woke progressive guys out there. I was not one of them for many a long time. Actually, I don't know if I'm that progressive woke anyway. But he was. It just conflicted a lot what he had to say. So we had to talk it out, and we just around the whole table. We were black women and me, and like it, I love that. But it was he had to be a safe space because yeah, so safe space. Talk yeah, about yes, him. because it was easy to target him and say, because mm, he said feminism in quotation marks, and people, yeah. the, of course, the black women are like, "Hey, listen, man, already that's a bad start." Okay. I, I, I get, I get where he's coming from because, mm. as we know, there are several waves of feminism, and mm. um, for a black woman, I would say I, I would do the same thing as well and put quotation marks because I'm more around the womanism sort of like movement rather yes, than that. Yes, we yeah. talk about this. Yes. Yeah. Story for another day. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah. But I think it was about talking because what yeah. happened is even though initially we mm. were on the attack, I think we let him speak. Mm. And when he actually spoke, he wasn't like he was talking. This guy loves his wife. Yeah. You know, it was, that was that was undebatable. Yeah. He's just trying to now, they've been dating for what? Oh, dating, married for over five years. They're now trying to change the dynamic. <laughs> don't, don't try and ruin people's marriage. Yeah. <laughs> <Dating>. <laughs> I know, dating. You know, and I think for him, it was it was a, probably a bigger mental shift for him than yeah. her, obviously. Mm. Mm. But then he, he by talking it out, he was like, oh, "Okay, so she's actually on, on, okay, she's onto something." Because he wasn't sure. He thought his wife was. I, I don't know. Oh, that's fine. We didn't go into too much in deep. There's a party, right? But what happened is he ended up asking all his questions. We saw them sounded a bit like, "Wow, this guy, what's he doing?" But then he sort of read some books. He's read feminism books. Like he was, he was going out his way to actually try and figure out what so his wife is talking about. He was actually trying to do the work for himself. So like, yeah. there needs to be a bit of self motivation in there as yeah. well. Yeah, but I think discussion starts first because yeah. he was so lost in the process. Yeah. Where do you start reading? Okay. 
if you if you if you, if you, if you black partner comes to you and says like oh yeah. she's asking you these things because yeah. you went to try talking to the boys and of yeah. course the boys were not as helpful still nice we like yeah. the guy but the boys yeah. talked in help so then we has this party with both black women and black men okay. and somehow i don't know how he just chose to bring it out i think obviously yeah. he's been thinking working in his mind and he probably knows that you're the friend that he can go to as well so having someone that you can actually reference as well like, yeah. oh yeah no, we, we know the guy quite well and yeah. obviously i mean it's my my job as well so mm. i definitely don't judge anyone whatever they tell me yeah but he was yeah you're nice yeah, yeah, I'm nice. Yeah, of course. Uh, but then, yeah, it was something, I think, so starting the discussion yeah. and just beginning it, then eventually trying to make it a bit more robust. I think starting the discussion is one thing, but people yeah. always stop on a superficial level. Yes. And even for yourself, we're doing womanism. What's mm-hmm. that going to look like? Yeah. Or what does that mean for mm-hmm. me as a black man mm-hmm. in a black relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Or even feminism, equality, or changing gender roles. These are things that we haven't had discussions ourselves as well, black Gosh. men. That. We're trying to like we have two topics to cover. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> and yes. And now this is the third one. Yeah? Sorry, we're yes, we're yeah. gonna do it though. We're, we're gonna, gonna do it. it. We're gonna do it. And I, I think yeah. having that then more robust discussions about yeah. what the work would look like yeah. and showing people um, yeah. what okay, positive yeah. role model modeling would look like in yeah. a, a positive black relationship yeah. with a modern day twist. Because now what we're asking is trying yeah. to update the relationship, right? Because mm, mm, we can't be our parents' relationship. Mm, mm, mm. You know, even my parents, they were married for a long time. They worked for them in some aspects, didn't work in others. But I don't want my parents' mm. relationship marriage for myself. Yeah. yeah. But then all I know is my parents' marriage. How do I change that dynamic? Mm. You know, and that's something which I think as a whole community, we have to learn to be able to talk to each other a bit in a healthy space instead of attacking, or oh, you black men this, or you black women that. Emotional labor, that's one word I have to, like, one thing I have to let you know. Mm-hmm. Women have put in too much emotional labor to actually give leeway to men that won't listen. So that's why we I, end up being like, go do it yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I get it. Yeah. Thank, thank you for the women who actually still put in the help to help yeah, us. Yeah, so that's fine. Good. So just remember that we are, like, I think there are people that are very, um, I suppose, patient, but then we've also been very patient for a long time mm. because these conversations have been had for a while. So that's why I'm saying it's good that you have a reference point. Like, so we need more men like you so that you can actually talk to your boys. Yeah, we talk to the um, boys, but it's... but of course, like having it depends. Like in a in a party setting, like I was telling you, like mm. I've been in parties as well where men are actually like. It's funny, it's a party setting, but like mm-hmm. now they're actually open to having these discussions and mm-hmm. it's, like, oh, it's always interesting. And I think, I particularly think what has helped has been representation. Like I know I watch a web series called Grapevine TV. and Pat, Oh yes, oh my yeah. goodness, that's a good show. Yeah, yeah, I love that one. So I don't know if that's something that um, like maybe some men are actually seeing or even like... No, we're not watching that. <laughs> I can tell you okay, that. Okay, fine, fine. Or maybe they're like... There's, there's something there's, we need to actually find what that spark is that has actually catapulted them to actually wanting to have these discussions because they, they're coming up and wanting yeah. to have like not being forced by the way yeah no, and, not being forced but then you, have, yeah. you want them to come at the table and that's something which yeah. I think we're going to get there eventually yeah. but we're, we're, we're sort of figuring out how do we get black men to the table because the way I talk to black men yeah. it's usually it's, you know it's like we can be blokey guys yeah. and get together, but it always has to be something social. It's very rare yeah. I can just talk to my black friend like, yeah. hey man, just come around, let's do yeah. a one-on-one emotional yeah. debrief. Yeah. Some people do that. but it's a, a lot- whole culture shift though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But and- what I loved about your points though was you were kind of um, 
quoting like stages of change now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the psych comes up, mental health clinician. You know, kind of like being like, oh yeah, planning for that change, providing examples, kind of smart goals in advance, yeah. but small. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, no, that's great. That's that's actually really good because like again, like yeah, talking about it is the first step, but then you actually need to then start planning for that um, shift in your life because mm. like you can talk about something however much you want right, exactly. like think about racism like uh. why would you talk to some people about it when they don't want to change yeah exactly <laughs> That's yeah. What I'm yeah so obviously like it's about your readiness mm. really but and that will be exemplified by the the things that you start discussing to prepare for in a sense yeah. and so, also yeah. and also like we were talking about representation sorry to add on to that yeah, is that okay. Just showing people what a positive relationship does look like for us. Yes, yeah. It's so easy to see negative relationships. I can show you any TV show, any example. You and I can mention many couples we know that are just like Mm -hmm. not not the world's best. Mm. I mean, there's two single people talking about it. So, I mean, you know how single people always give the best relationship advice? I am taken. You're taken? G-O-D. I'm so sorry. I've told you several times. Oh, G-O-D. Oh, listen. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I didn't know it was that deep. (laughs) But... Yeah, exactly, because I think we have to show people what it looks like. Because I was reading an article where they were talking about, I think some black scholars, mm. mentioning how we're just not good at passing on those sort of positive role modeling mm. onwards. We know lots of negative, yes, how, yes, but how do we pass true, on yeah. positive? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everyone's got a good idea what a positive marriage looks like, but what? how do you pass it on if you never taught it or you never saw yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So that's something. So how do you pass it on? I think we have to start highlighting more positive normal black couples yeah, yeah. like instead of me me and my celebrity couples are mentioning where's that amazing actually i know lots of amazing yeah, black like, couples in sydney yeah and she yeah. asked them what is it about what works for you those are the people we should actually be highlighting the community yeah that's very true actually now, now that you've said it i yeah. don't think we really do that quite a bit yeah because they're minding their own business raising yeah. kids and being married they, they don't have yeah. time to come out here and teaching us but then thing. privacy <laughs> oh yeah i think they actually would be open to it i think we have to just go up there because it? we don't make them yeah. A lot of our, our our media is about us, right? So yeah, and yeah. and I have no doubt if we went and talked to them, maybe the guy won't come out on radio or podcast, but he'll say, "Hey, I can tell you what worked in marriage." The wife will join you and say, "Oh, let's tell you. Yeah. We went through a bad year. We almost we got divorced, something, and what yeah. what made that stay, and what yeah. is always what's the driving theme behind okay. this, yeah. and then highlighting that so that people know that it's possible because okay. there's so many positive." In white media, so many positive yeah, white examples. Yeah. You can be anything you want if you're white. Yeah. From a NASA astronaut to a football yeah. player, cricketer to an academic, yeah. a playboy to a you know, it's like it's it's the true, scope yeah. for being white is so yeah. broad. You can like, be anything. There's no limits you want. like to what you can do. Yeah. yeah so. And they're all positive. They'll put them in positive lights yeah. as well. Exactly. So no, and that's something I think yeah. we need to yeah. figure out to do. Yeah, for sure. Okay, that's a good point. I think those are great mental health tips, actually. So I'm glad that you've already said that. <laughs> yeah, so um, I will just summarize them at the end. Okay, I'm good. To be. <laughs> I'm glad you got this, you're writing this down. Yes. Now, um, questions around types of white women. Yeesh. So, so um, for this. we've kind of talked about um, preference, because I was going to talk about preference, but I think we've already yeah, done no, we that. Didn't um, do that. So we won't go into it. But types of white women... So whilst it was really entertaining to read mm. these subcategories that mm-hmm. you had, <laughs> never like see them. Uh, <laughs> so there was a common theme that I identified amongst all of them. Oh really? Yeah, fetishization. To to to, there was a point of fetishization that was coming from from them, mm. in one form or other. Because mm. again, like you said, 
the basic one. Yeah. <laughs> I wore the, the categories again. I don't want to like. I don't want to like stuff <laughs> don't them up. Butcher them. Yeah. I think I was like, uh, this is the the basic uh, white biatch. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that that. that uh, should have used like better terms but yeah talking about how that's the person who we I guess look at being the jungle fever the highly yes, fetishized yeah, yeah. like oh my god black is good yeah. melanin is amazing the conscious on skin blah 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 I love yeah. black culture you know that it's like the, it's too excessive yeah so um, the, the fetish was it's very yeah. it's premium really yeah that's the premium that's premium fetish <laughs> yeah. the next one uh, I think that was to do with like oh yeah left wing progressive mm. uh, white female mm. wish I got lots of slack for this one it's, it's, it's quite common as well but it's it's so like you and I might say some sort of fetishization mm. they would argue some sort of interest but the genuine interest and it's kind of hard where we draw the line between a genuine interest in someone else in that culture versus in our yeah. minds a fetishization because I think from yeah. our perspective we're very paranoid yeah. and I oh, think it's for, for good reason you know we, yeah. didn't, we didn't come here from nothing oh yeah <laughs> yeah because yeah, it's, it's rooted in reality though because yeah. I was going to say um I suppose with the suspicion though, like I was, I was actually going to challenge that a little bit and say, would you say that it's more so white women, uh, sorry, black women that are more suspicious than black men because black men seem to be eating it up, even if it's fetishization. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I don't think they're any more suspicious, really. Yeah. I, I, no, but are we, are we eating it up? That's a good question. <laughs> because I, like, I, I consciously stopped um, trying to defend any sort of like rhetoric that was coming from other ethnic women or white women when it comes to fetishizing black men because mm-hmm. it seemed like black men were not bothered so most of the yeah time, we're not bothered that much yeah. a lot of us are not bothered that much yeah. and the worst part is maybe I wish maybe we should think about it a lot more because some people will say like you know all this uh, intellectualization it's like it's just a lot you know mm-hmm. who needs to think about it I meet this girl I like her boom whatever happens mm-hmm. or someone saying like okay I meet someone she's interested in me does it even matter what's mm. the what's behind that? Because mm. then someone actually pointed out that everyone's got an agenda. Yeah. If her agenda is just this thing we don't like that she fetishizes, say black men, is that a negative thing? I don't know. I, I thought it could be, but I like. No, it's, it's, it's a good point. Yeah. It's an agenda. However, like there's generally like when we have agendas, right? It's like, oh, you know what? Like I like you. I want to sleep with you, or I like you. I want to like go out with you. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it just doesn't end up. I suppose coming off as an oh okay I really want to have chocolate babies with you I want to have caramel babies so mm. that's already like escalating into oh yeah that's definitely there. when you hear that that's and, definitely yeah and then on a lower scale oh BBC yeah <laughs> think about that BBC hit it here from Tracy I've got no idea what that's in relation to at all oh yeah, yeah I'm a, a good a Christian boy. Channel. So um, news a news channel. <laughs> you, your relationship with God is in trouble. <laughs> but actually, God empowered me. To... You need help. I, I'm gonna. <laughs> you, you need a lot of help, okay? <laughs> but <laughs> I can't even handle. <laughs> but in that sense, like, think about that. That's in its lowest form, but like people yeah. eat that up because they're like, oh yeah. But like, you won't necessarily like. I know as a black woman, like. If a black, no, no, a black, a, let's say a white, a white dude, simplistic terms. If a white guy was to come to me and then be like, oh, your hair, like, and then like find it interesting, I'm like, okay, cool, that's fine. But let's say starting to try and play with it all the time, trying to touch it all the time, yeah. and trying to, I've even had this happen, bite it. That, hey, that is, listen, uh, it's just, you gotta screen is, more, you know? <laughs> 
I'm telling you, this is why I say it's very coveted. Like you will get this, you you start seeing the real truth later. On. Yes, no, no, I put it up. Trust me, I'm sure a lot of black men we've shared some stories. You hear yeah, some crazy things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know something. I think it comes down to for not that we don't care, mm. and I, I can just speak for myself. I should speak for a lot of mm. black men, but. I think when you're made to be this rare commodity and mm. you're in high demand, mm. then it's like you get to pick now, mm. you know. And I, I think then you stop scrutinizing because you're in high demand. So, so high demand in a Western society. In a Western society. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I think you, we yeah. do put a premium on that because they're very... Um, this is an essay you sent me as well, so the article you sent me yeah. about how there is a sh- shortage of black men. And it's always been documented since the 80s and even the 50s. Yeah, yeah. But like, I guess... We know why. Incarceration and early Yeah, deaths, incarceration, yeah. mental health, Murder, drug and alcohol and issues, yeah. unemployment, financial mm-hmm. issues. There's, there's a whole litany of things. Mm-hmm. So let's say you're a black guy who doesn't have any of those dramas. Mm-hmm. Automatically, you're, you're raised quite far above. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like when when you meet a man and it's like, oh, I'm polite, open doors, like the lowest common denominator. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, like, you yeah, know, yeah, it yeah. does the... But chivalry is not dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he does the bare minimum. Sorry, yeah, that's what yeah, I was looking for. Yeah. Bare minimum. Yeah. And that's it. He's a good guy. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, But then, like, when you say, like, they're rare commodity, that's another thing where it's like, okay, um, in that space, yes, you're, they're doing the bare minimum, they don't have the problems, but then at the same time, at the end of the day, you're just another guy, you're on par maybe with, like, a white dude who, who obviously has a system in favor for them. Yeah. But... In that sense, what what makes you then a rare commodity? Like, what makes you then, I suppose, really desirable? Is it because again, it goes back to the fact that you're black? Then, like, so that becomes a you're a black guy who happens to just match the standard of a white dude. Yeah, I mean, if, if, even if you don't match the, if you match that white dude, then you're going to be really rare. Yeah, yeah. But even if you just came close to it, yeah, yeah, yeah you definitely are rare. And I think. Yeah. So proximity to whiteness yeah. actually gets you more desirability. Hundred percent. Yeah. If you if you see people who are going up the ladder, like let's say you're going up in the corporate world, even yeah. the medical world. If I'm yeah. going up, the higher up you go in the medical world yeah. or corporate world, the more white it is. Yeah. So you definitely to fit in and make people feel less anxious, yeah. you sort of start conforming and becoming yeah. more of that. Yeah. yeah. And usually, if you find yourself in that sphere, yeah. you will be this rare item. Mm-hmm. If you're a black person who's like maybe executive on a board yeah. somewhere, yeah. that's a very rare situation. Yeah. yeah. And I think the more rare some, something is, the more coveted it is by people. It's yeah. just a supply and demand thing. Mm-hmm. You know, even if we say back at home, someone's wealthy like Dangote or you become mm-hmm. like your Brenner boy. Mm-hmm. That's rare. A successful yeah. black man yeah. from there. So you're desirable automatically. Yeah. And I think then we're just not able to scrutinize because now we're getting desire from everywhere. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm liked by white women, black women. Okay, yeah, so yeah, then, yeah. So like it becomes a, like a, I suppose, a situation of choice then. And yeah, then and it becomes more, more like, transa- transactional. Okay, yeah, and yeah. also you're very... Like all those studies I see, what is done to sort of sexual thing as well. Yeah. Sexual availability will then get you this person. Yeah, yeah. Because then it's like, if you come and say like, hey, hi, I like you, I really love you. I'm a well-meaning woman. And then another person comes like, oh, hi, I really like you. Also, my bed is here waiting for you. You know, I'm not saying every guy's that shallow, don't get me wrong. But, you know, it finds like a lot of those situations, they are brought down to sex. Mm-hmm. You know, he sees relationships, like they're very superficial. You don't have to have depth because even if that relationship doesn't work out, yeah. there's so many other ones you can jump yeah. into. So mm-hmm. there's no... In, there's no incentive to make something long term yeah, yeah. which is a dangerous thinking okay. you know that's the part that we don't talk about enough because yeah. it's desirable that even if you're being trash 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 yeah. relationship there's someone else who's ready for you yeah. that's why yeah. we have so many people who can be really toxic mm. and bad in the community and people are still dating this person even though people know the history yeah yeah 
They're just like, oh, I guess I'm next in line. Let's see. <laughs> no, 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 I'm saying they think that. But just thinking, they have bad reputations. No one needs to know anymore. You already know they're bad. Yeah, yeah. But they still are never short of dates or yeah. relationships. So that's a fair point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And when you have that thinking, yeah. you can do anything. Okay. So the, the, the reason why I was asking all those questions was, again, to, to highlight that there is that element of fetishization. Like, yeah. Because, again, like in that situation that you being black and being I suppose like you said mm. and the odd one out of loud just for lack of a better word yeah. the odd one out in a corporate space you happen to be the only black person there mm. so you're becoming desirable because again you're different and but you also have the success of like what they would look for in that corporate space I would yeah. Yeah. assume so essentially you are being picked because you're also black. <laughs> yeah, because especially now because it's the diversity thing. Yeah, yeah. If you know how to play the game, you can go yeah. very far. And yeah. this is this. Is, yeah. You don't have to actually be helping the cause, yeah. but you definitely picked up and say like, "Hey, listen, uh, we're thinking of uh, we need uh, someone like you to, yeah. to, you know, to come to the board. We need to make it more diverse." They, they'll say those words and they'll say yeah. they'll make it seem like yeah. if you're happy to play the game, you yeah. go places. Oh yeah, big you time. Know? Yeah, that's if you're happy to play the game because at the end of the day, it doesn't always service the, yeah. the community. Oh, it service but it can service your paycheck. Yeah. You get a promotion yeah. and then. Because we do think very individualistic sometimes, yeah, yeah. I'll be like, wow, more money in my pocket. Yeah, Man, yeah. stuff being yeah. black already. I can go up yeah. a ladder. Because yeah. as black people, always try and go up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, always try and climb up. So sometimes yeah. we meet people who, let's say the majority. So if you come, so a few white friends say that, oh, Xavier, so ambitious. What are you going towards? Because like, yeah. for them, they have the job. They can pay their rent. That's enough. Yeah. They, they put away my super. I'm, like, I'm busy trying to be on this podcast, trying to do this thing, trying to do this extra training. Well, the difference is hundreds of years of like, you know, head start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so we're playing catch up, but then it's like exactly. we never stop. Yeah, that's very <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like one of those things where, yeah, no, it's a good point. Um, yeah, okay. Yep. So any well, leg up, you take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. Well, I guess in a sense, like we'll, we'll park that because that was already a. <laughs> it's a big one in itself. I know. Like fetishization is it's a whole topic in itself. Like to yeah. be actually unpacked because. It goes beyond, I suppose, like what we're talking about, like that even in that space where you're talking about in a boardroom where someone, again, they're a hot commodity because their job obviously is in there, like as a status in itself. Mm. But then again, put the blackness on top. That's already another rarity that people are sort of like marketing towards as mm. well. So white women want that as well. And mm. Like you said, because they have more options, so they will become more transactional. So they would then actually go for the easier option. Yeah. Mm-mm. But I think there's more to be explored around that. So we'll yes. just park it for we'll now. Park it for now. Because yeah. um, my thing was going to be about those white women, and you talked about I think the boss lady or something. Or I can't remember the the other one. Like the oh the, the third one, the, the one who actually yeah. Um, Affluent family. Yeah, yeah, that one. Uh, so a dated black guy, but yeah. it's very much you're inscrued in that world. So they yeah. might know a bit about. No, yeah, not necessarily wanting to be invested in your world, no, no. but like they really want you to sort of immerse yourselves in, in their theirs, world. Yeah, 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 and there's still an element of fetishization. That's true. Like, almost like a white saviorish complex was there as yeah. well because they they can elevate you. They know that they you you can sort of oh yeah they can you can benefit from, from that yeah i so, don't know if people think it's subconsciously i'm sure some people do but a lot of people i think it's just subconsciously oh it's very subconscious yes. but like well even like without being subconscious because i think sometimes it becomes a scapegoat though, like to say oh it's unconscious processes oh yes but like there's an there's an issue with that because sometimes like think about this 
Okay. If you, if you are dating someone and then been like, oh, I can help you do this. Like the, you might have thought like, okay, maybe your influence will actually better that person. Mm. So you, they can't actually get to that status by themselves without you helping. Yeah. So essentially you, there is some sort of like conscious process that's happening there, but you might not have connected with it just yet or yeah. actually sort of been aware of it, yeah. but it's been there because mm. then sometimes like if, doesn't go well then you'll be like oh see i told you i should have helped you yeah, yeah i could have oh, done yeah, this for yeah. you so yeah there is a bit of conscious processes there yes. but just people like i don't want to have a scapegoat of unconscious bias oh yeah no no it's, and that's the thing i think because <laughs> yeah. like that's the thing we that's why this topic is so tricky i feel you yeah. must have to have like three guys from different backgrounds three black women yeah. different backgrounds we can, we can be the three people from different backgrounds too. we can be the three people oh yeah so we're going to be oh yeah no problem we're going to get some yeah I'm Susan I'm Susan okay now we're going to have split personalities I'm worried about us we're going to need like mental health plan after this basically but um yeah sorry um the last um category that you had so you also mentioned that there were some sort of power differentials there oh yeah so yeah. they can demand like a marriage babies yeah, yeah. And it's, 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 like I said, it's kind of stereotype and it's quite nuanced in different settings, but yeah. they can be like, hey, this is what's going to come in my world. Yeah. I'm, I'm accepting of you. So what, the, what that comes across is that I'm not racist, I suppose. <laughs> so, you know, and you be you, but I have these things I want. I want us to be married, live, yeah. In, yeah. live in the Lua No Show, whatever, whatever it is. I don't know. I always, I always say like every black man who's single is getting success in yeah. whatever capacity in Sydney moves to the eastern suburbs yeah. at some point yeah. or northern beaches. Yeah. But it's it really is the power dynamic and they usually control it yeah so much so that it's, she gets to pick which things they go to mm. which this got big influence on what friends he hangs out with yeah. so much so that he he always meets his friends separately out you come out primarily hang with these boys and yeah. like hey man i've been seeing you in a minute man yeah. are you you know and yeah. she won't always come they'll see yeah. me once or twice to keep up you know to keep up appearances yeah. 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 that's something everyone knows you gotta show up to yeah. some things <laughs> you know that you're still there yeah you know but they're so not gonna come to Afrobeats yeah you're you not know? being held on a leash at home no this guy you see him very happy at Afrobeats like I'm free guys and you know his wife is like where's your girl oh she's in Manly you know but um, I mean that's just, it's being very superficial there yeah, flipping yeah. sorry but it, the part dynamics are quite different and there you find yeah. that it's it can benefit both of you depends yeah. on what you want or you can yeah. feel like a trap like yeah. it, and i think if we, very true yeah so that was part two guys um i'm glad that you got to hear this and part three is on its way we're going to continue on this really exciting conversation around black love and dissecting xavier's um, article so do tune in to the next one but in the meantime do create a dialogue make sure you dm me you you actually comment and we can have a dialogue regarding this particular topic because i find it interesting so hopefully you guys are enjoying it too so see you in part three deuces